Black Men Cry Too is an invitation for men of color to feel safe to share their truth and unpack their hurt. This space was created for Black men to feel empowered and know it's okay that they can cry too. On this special episode of Black Men Cry 2, I yet again am inviting another woman to sit down with us. This is very new for the season, but I'm also sitting down with a beautiful couple with whom I got to meet this year. So I'd like to introduce Talib and Erica. Thank you for sitting down with me today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone knows typically I start off with a shot. I am sick. So I don't have a shot today for this, but I gave them each an edible as still a gift. <laughs> just because I'm down bad doesn't mean everyone else has to suffer as well. I'm just respecting the space. So typically we kick it off with the cheers. There's no cheers, but I'm going to say, yay, because you made it here. So fake yeah. cheers. <laughs> so to start it off, um, if you each can sort of give your quick summary on your love story, your version of it. Of course. Uh, my version of it. All right. So we met in 2005. Um, we were on a forum online. We we met online before it was. Are you allowed to say what the forum was? Um, it, I don't even remember. It was 2005. I don't <laughs> what happened last year? Um, but it was a forum that we were on, and um, and we kind of talked around each other for uh, probably over a year. Uh, it was that long? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I had situations that I put through in the, in the forum, and she had situations she threw in the forum, and we were kind of, I wasn't really yeah. paying attention um, when I was focused on my stuff, and she wasn't definitely wasn't paying attention when she was focused on hers. Um, when you say focused on your stuff. Meaning the, the life that I was already had, we hadn't connected yet at all. So we just saw each other in the forum and kind of talked around each other. Um, but... Um, Eventually, I guess after this this period of time, um, eventually I did start to take notice of her, and I, I assume the same, but she'll tell her own rendition of this story. <laughs> um, and then one day she asked something I can't remember, but it was something about I needed help editing an image or something. Yes, mm-hmm. and so I I creeped in the DMs and was like, I I can help. You in two thousand five, we this still was before <laughs> yeah. pre DMs. Yeah. At yes. this point, you know, at this at this time of in life, she probably was screenshotted and, and had people me doxed. But um <laughs> but back then it, it was all right. It still worked. And so um I, I got in DMs like I can help. Um and it kinda went from there. We had our first phone conversation. This is during the time of uh AOL um yeah. AIM. AIM Messenger, yes. <laughs> you know, it was during AIM Messenger. Um we t- we spoke on the phone and um she was like, you know, I'll call you back tonight. She didn't, which is a red flag, but, you know, mm, I let it slip. work for it. <laughs> so, um, but then, you know, the rest is history. We, we, we started a long-distance relationship. I was living in uh, Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina at the time. Mm-hmm. She was going to SUNY Buffalo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was. It was uh, even me in New York City. I'd be like, "You're living where?" <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. It was long distance um, for a while, mm-hmm. um, but but I feel like that long distance set the foundation for the rest of our life because if we were together, then we would have been focused on other things. Um, but this is when we had an opportunity to talk and connect and fall asleep on the on on the phone and stuff, and so we just really had the opportunity and the space to focus on getting to know each other. And um, I created a friendship that has uh, sustained us. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This was, this was like black and um, not, the forum was definitely not Black Planet, but it was. That's what I was trying to figure out if that's what it was. No, 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 no. But it It was was, like an okay player, like a forum forum. It wasn't a. It wasn't no, you created page design and none of that. It was literally typing words in a white box. Um, and we talked for a while on there, I guess, yeah. And then for the first six months, um, I would fly out, or he would fly me out every two weeks. And we would hang out until I had to leave school. And I think the decision was premature. Like, it wasn't necessarily ideal. He, we didn't want to live together after only having dated for six months. Um, but to his point, like the six months was critical. We spent 
like literally falling asleep on the phone. Like back when your phone still was plugged into the wall. <laughs> calling and calling like I'm trying right, to get through. Right, What's right. going on? Yeah. Right. But um but yeah, it was it was um it was definitely one of the the better times, I guess, in in my life, like really getting to to know my friend, um, my best friend, who is now seventeen years later, my husband. Yeah. Love it. I love how you both are using the word friend and friendship, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the part of relationships that get missed a lot these days. Mm-hmm. It'll fall on physical attraction, or it'll fall on status connection of some sort. Um, you see a lot of times girls just want someone to like take care of them or guys are still looking for a trophy. Like some of those old school ideas are still present today. Mm-hmm. But um, I love how you're both are using the word friendship again, because in fact, that that's what's the key important part in successful relationships or to most relationships. That's what they attest is the key successful part. Mm-hmm. How did you guys like develop your friendship and understand like in being friends first, like this is always critical and keep that at the forefront throughout your entire relationship for 17 years? I think being intentional about it, like, um, don't get me wrong, there are definitely times where I've not been friendly, right? Or we've, we've, it hasn't always been roses and sunshine inside of our relationship. All friendships have conflict. I think it's natural and normal, but um, being intentional and remembering your why inside the friendship. having to spend time on the phone and not be in each other's faces or, or or being physical with each other really forced us to learn about one another. And in that learning about one another, you care about one another, like how he feels and what he wants and thinks and needs matters. And I know vice versa. Like, I know that. And I know that um, when we do argue, we try our best to remember that at the end of the day, it's we're having a challenge communicating with each other right now. It's not you, it's the issue. You're you're my friend, you're not my enemy. And if we Ooh, can that's really good. If if we can f- treat the issue as the enemy. Mm. Um and 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 I'm not saying that to imply that um any one person has to compromise more than the other or anything like that, but just understanding that um it's the thing, not the us. So how do you guys tackle the thing with remembering it's not like y'all? Like this thing is our issue. So how do we move with this is our issue, not you? You're not my issue. I think it's challenging. Um, and it's taken time to yeah. get to that. And we're still not all the way there, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're human beings. We're having this human experience. We've got a lot of noise around us. Um, and so, um, not that the noise influences, but I'm just talking about noise in general. Um, so I, I think when when it comes to Erica and I, there's a lot. There's been a lot of passion since the beginning, right? And so we 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 care so much, and we want this 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 relationship to remain so badly that sometimes it can feel like doomsday, and it can feel like shit. What is this gonna? You know, is this is this issue really the, what's gonna be the one that gets us in a space? Sorry, the only person to get through is my daughter, and she's calling. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, so it's it's one of those things where where it is still challenging. You know, it can still one is because we're st- we are still trauma reacting and trauma responding in a lot of ways. So there's still healing that um, is still occurring, and that that doesn't end. Um, and so in being, having grown in a space where emotional intelligence is a part of our conversation, um, because we've done work, uh, we've done our own work, we've done couples work, um, we've done earth medicines, you know, we've done what we need to do to, uh, to get in a space where, um, emotional intelligence gets to rule the day, um, inside a relationship so we don't forget each other and we don't lose sight of who we are and, and why we are. Um, inside of making sure that, that this remains and stays intact. 
And I think another thing that's important, just because you talked about emotional intelligence and, and having like self-awareness, is that um, I realized that in any given situation, there are two people and how much of a situation am I bringing to it and how much do I get to go and reflect back on? Because um, mm -hmm. it may not necessarily be about him in the time, like having, having self-awareness and then giving him the grace that I would want for myself in moments of conflict is another thing that has been important for me because I know that I don't always <laughs> get it right for as many times as I'm upset at him. Like, I'm sure I do things, I know I do things to upset him and I give him grace, the same grace that I would want in return. How did you guys, so when you had said that, like you doing the work individually as well as doing it together, mm -hmm. when did you guys realize like, we need to do some work, whether it was on you guys individually first or coming together. Like, how did you take that step in your relationship to be like, I feel like I may be responding a little bit more aggressively than I should be to like certain things are just triggering me and like setting me off. There's something else inside me that needs to heal. Like, again, you're not the issue, but like there's an issue here that is being triggered by you. So I'm going to go over here and like do some work on myself and I ask for support in it. Like, when did you guys so I recognize? Think, I think that's exactly it. Like at the lower lowest points in our relationship, it was really like, okay, like looking at yourself in the mirror and knowing that you are the root, the source, the the vessel for the chaos that exists in your relationship. And because you're the cause, you're the only way can, you can clean it up. Like taking inventory and having enough awareness to to say we are here because of something that you have, I have done, you have done, um, what, and what does it look like to to remedy that? Is, do you, is it worth remedying it? Do you want it to be remedied? Can you come out on the other side? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, again, we, we had a foundation of, of knowing one another. So we already knew the shit. <laughs> you know, we already knew uh, what we was coming with. Like our own personal, like growing yeah, up trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we yeah. we knew that part, and so. And you knew it early on. We knew it yeah. in in our conversations. Mm -hmm. um, I, I shared my story. She shared hers, and so um, we were in our twenties as well. And so, with that said, um, we both had relationships that we had already previously been in. Um, so we already had some understanding of what it is that we wanted to create this time around. Or at least what we didn't want. Yeah, that's also very <laughs> important. Right, right. Yeah. So, the the being with her for a year was the first time. It was the longest relationship I'd ever been in in my life. Um, all of my relationships were like six to eight months. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so going into this relationship with with Erica, I decided that um, I was going to be a hundred percent authentic because I I had tired of saying, oh, you don't want me to go out? You just want me to sit here and uh, so we look at each other? That's fine. I can do that. That's not a problem. Um, but it was a problem, you know? Um, oh, you don't like this way about me? Well, this is intrinsically me. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm just going to do that part. And um, you you can make a choice. You don't have to do this. We Neither of us have to do this, right? And so uh, being able to um, already, you know, bring in what we've, had already experienced and what we what we wanted and we wanted to create but this has been a journey this has been a whole ass journey of of growth and growing up and discovering ourselves and and changing you know we met in our 20s i've met 10 different versions of him as yeah. a man throughout the course of our relationship yeah, and i'm same. sure he's met just as yeah. many of me so it's so having that friendship at at the center and and eyes on the prize what's the goal here he gets to be whomever he is because I get to be whoever I am and if our commitment to each other is mm -hmm. the relationship and because you are my friend I appreciate being able to watch you settle into your body your skin your brain your mind your, the world is different every single day I don't I, sh I shouldn't know the same version of you 17 years later I love how you said that because what 
seems to be a little bit of a new trend is the transition period. Mm -hmm. And what happens in a lot of transition periods is some people don't stay as you're transitioning because then you're realizing they're not the fit for me or the way that I'm evolving, like you're still stuck. So you're not evolving at the same time as me or who you're evolving into is just something I can't respect anymore. Like you're letting this part of you take over you and now you're transitioning in a whole different way and I'm going to skate this way. Mm-hmm. How did you guys like recognize um, as you're transitioning, there's 10 versions. Like I've said, I've lived 10 lives and I look back and I look at some people and there's a handful of people that have been there through all of it and I've watched them change and evolve and they've watched me change and evolve. And then there's some people I look back like, yikes, like you are still right where I left you. How are you guys able to encourage and feel comfortable watching some transitions if some of them did make you feel a little bit uncomfortable? Like, shoot, are we going to make it through this one? Yeah, I think understanding that... um and, and it's something I understand from my children and, and with Erica, no one belongs to me, not one person, <laughs> you know? And so Erica doesn't belong to me. Um, and so that means that, and I, and I don't belong to her. We are, we are committed to one another, right? Um, but I think where people get it twisted is that when two people come together, doesn't mean our individual purposes, journeys, experiences stop. That, that's for us. That's mine. Like, I, I'm going to meet people that I'm going to meet. I'm going to travel places that I was going to travel, and, it, and, and all of that's going to remain the same. And it doesn't end just because you enter my life now, and we're now a union. Um, we still have our individual journeys, paths. It's already been designed, right? Right. So, so being able to, to be with the fact that um, this doesn't need to look like anything, right? She doesn't need to be anyone, um, just because I have an expectation, fuck my expectations, right? She, this is she a whole ass being. I'm a whole being, right? And so, um, and so it's been it's been challenging, right? Again, human experience and 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 human emotions and socialization. Um, but because we have those basics, right? We have those kind of understandings with ourselves, and um, and I'm. A, a looney tune so I think of all types of things right um you know I believe most of this stuff is constructed right and so if we stay connected to the construct then we die, we dine on a vine you know so um there's been some challenges in in the transition and, and getting to know each other but it's important to say like who, who are you this week who, who are you next this year what do you like different or, or at least pay attention right and don't keep them stuck to what an expectation is or or an idea of something that they have that you're not entitled to and i think to your also to to answer your question i think that um when you see your significant other make gains in their life that are in, in alignment with their personal goals and you get to experience or witness their joy their um like celebrate their wins like he just had a huge win a couple of weeks ago like that calls me higher in my own life like we get to be possibility for one another mm-hmm. like and and in giving one another the space to like have those personal achievements like i i love that i get to you know cheer or support or um oh shit okay you did that i guess i need to I got work to do. Let me go. You know what I'm saying? Like, that my yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And to that same point, I know you got questions. <laughs> <laughs> to that same point, the same the same applies when it's when it's not good, right? This is my friend, right? If I see that Erica's doing something that is n- not it, you know, then then again, I get to hold her high because mm. anything that she does impacts me, and vice versa. Right. So it's going to have an impact. She don't belong to me. But if it impacts me, then I then I it's my business, you know. And so um, and so there have been times where there could have been a detriment inside of standing. It could be a detriment inside of remaining and and, and continue to be friends on on the individual, Um, because while you're providing heartache or vice versa, you're my friend and I've got to hold you up and, and pull you pull you up in the same token and that's that's challenging and and a lot of people ain't beat you know a lot of people don't have the heart for it and a lot of people um probably wouldn't be where erica and i am 17 years later you know 
So I do have a lot of questions. Good. I'm not going to lie. So we're just going to yes. go back and then come forward. <laughs> Y'all both said like expectations, mm-hmm. which I loved because I recently got into a conversation with someone where they missed they added pressure on themselves by my request and my ask, mm-hmm. assuming that was an expectation. Where I was like, this isn't an, ex- I'm literally just asking for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you're agreeing to certain things and not following up. So my expectation is only honesty. So if you're unable to do it, I expect you to be honest with, hey, not around this time, probably after this time seems more realistic. Mm-hmm. What expectations do you guys still actually carry in your relationship? That, exactly that. Like, the only expectation that I can have of him and that he can have of me that is reasonable is honesty and space um, to be individuals and grace because... Oh, I love how they all we don't always honesty, yeah. space, and grace. We don't always get it right, but I don't ever wake up in the morning thinking, how can I harm you today? And I don't believe that he does that either. So, grace. Um I think that all of those things are important. Yeah. And communication, like, yeah. to your point, like, to be, I am a communicator. Oh, my God. And, um, <laughs> so and, I, and I communicate because my silence won't protect me. In fact, it's just going to stress me the hell out. Yeah. Um, and so because I don't want that and because when we have our conflicts and when we have our issues, like, listen, we got to talk. I know that this is most likely going to go left. But... <laughs> I, we need to talk because if we don't, a lot of people don't understand the conflict. Well, for some people, for me and t- me personally, my conflict of me bringing some to her is not because I want to say, you know what, and this ain't working. So um, it's about I want you to hear me mm-hmm. so that we can now work on work to do it different and um, and see where we can meet in the middle to make sure that this need is met, this want and desire is met and vice versa. Um, but without communicating what 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 do we do? I don't understand. I I truly don't understand um, an inability to to I get that. I understand the inability to communicate. I, I mm. it was hard for me to communicate for years, um, but once you get it and once you understand that communication solves most of the problems in the world, <laughs> it's saying I can't, I won't, I will, I can, um, or this is what I expect. This is what I want. This, whatever it is. It, it changes everything, and it's so it's important to have that um, in, a, in a successful relationship. Period. No matter what it is, whether it's love or parental, child, whatever it is, mm-hmm. got to be honest with each other and communicate. Yeah. yeah. How did you guys learn a communication method that works for you guys? We still we're still learning. learning. <laughs> I love how you both said at the same we're time. Yeah. Because we're two entirely different people. Like I think that if. The, the version of Talib and Erica that we are today. I think that if we saw who we are on two pieces of paper 17 years ago, we'd have been like, absolutely. <laughs> how, how, how? We're very, very different people in so many different ways. But I think that um, we've had the opportunity to do some like actual work, like with the, with a group of people who spent a good bit of time teaching communication tools and yeah. you know exactly yeah. what i'm talking about i don't want to shout them out but yeah yeah no i know but yeah we, we've done but our it was work. super yeah, yeah it, and it was and we started doing our work early we started we were in therapy we was, early we were we've probably started a couple we were in therapy. therapy like two years in <laughs> yeah yeah and it was so interesting i remember her, her her parents once they were like well how was the therapy session the first one and i was like it was fun and erica's like it's horrible and i was like <laughs> I was like, oh wait, <laughs> we have two different perspectives. Yeah. So, um, but we've done we've we've done couples therapy, like so we've done individual therapy, and we've done it more than once. And like, we we read a lot of books. We try yeah. to be as aware of ourselves as we can possibly be because you, that's the only way I feel like I can have a productive conversation with anybody, let alone somebody I'm this close to in every sense of the way. So, yeah. It almost sounds like you guys, as in your own individual journeys, developing yourselves and learning more about yourselves and being more and more confident and sure of like who you are and the version that you are, you guys also applied those same things to your relationship, like learning how to change within a relationship and grow within a relationship. Um, So with that, like how would you say to like 
other aspiring or newer couples when they should start looking into couples therapy? Should it be as soon as you guys decide you're going to be a couple? How they can continue growing as individual people and growing together as a relationship, like remembering that as I'm evolving, my relationship has to evolve as well. And the person I'm with has to, like, we have to ensure we're on the same page in our evolution together. So I don't think that therapy is something that you only participate in in times of crisis. I think that therapy could and should be an option and accessible to everyone, including couples, at any given point. So if if anytime you need a third person, a neutral person to to mediate, sometimes to translate. Like there are times where we've been inside a conflict and I said, and I've said to him, I feel like I'm saying the words out of my mouth in English, but they must be hitting your ear in Russian because- It's not landing. It's not. And it's, I'm clear that I'm using the same words in the same language, but my intention is not translating. And maybe I need a third person to- to say it in such a way that you get exactly my meaning. So um, in in good times and in bad, I think therapy is, an, is a very necessary tool at any stage in life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, so I, I do work. I do work with couples and, and stuff like that as a life coach. And uh, my first prerequisite is do y'all actually want to be together because don't waste my damn time <laughs> like when you is this a person that you don't want to live without because that is literally why we're still together i can't i i can but i don't want to i think I love that's that. important yeah, that, yeah. That because i don't can yeah. i don't want to because yeah why when you're saying that it doesn't require a sacrifice mm-hmm. on our part. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. we're committed to the relationship but not to our detriment as individuals. Yeah, yeah. That's major key. So, so do y'all actually want to be together? Let's put that on the table because that's a, that's, that's a thing, you know? And, and so people try to fit others into their vision and they, they don't, they're not meant to be, be fit inside of that. And so first thing is determine if this is, if this is it. Because if it's not it, then leave people the fuck alone and go and do something different. Yeah, they on that. Yeah, so 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 really, it's it's one of those things where that commitment is 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 there, and you're like, I, no, I really want to see how this plays plays itself out. I want I really want to see um, where we can go with this, and I want and because I don't want to lose this, I'm willing I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chalk that up to a lot of the conversations that we had early on. Like, I think it's very important. And I know that, especially today, like, newer couples are very averse to having those broader, long-term conversations. Like, we're on date number four. Do I really want to talk about houses and mortgages and children? And you kind of really yeah. you do because do you want to have the conversation 11 Three months, years later, 18 and then you months from now? And like, yeah, like, you don't. Like, what are we doing? So I think that I should, you should know if, if you are the, I want to work in corporate and have a nice house and a picket fence and the kids are in private school and we vacation on the vineyard or like, nah, I want to be a digital nomad and sort of rock out and visit all, you know, these countries. And I don't, I'm not attached to, to material in that way. Y'all have zero business being together. And that's a, a, actually a conversation you want to have sooner than later. So knowing your person is important. I kind of want to throw like a little curveball. I love how you said knowing your person. But then again, we also talked about how you can change as a person. Mm-hmm. So what happens in those situations where you're changing as people and then those changes aren't meeting? The minute you know it, communicate it. And even if you don't have it all, listen, this is what I'm thinking, feeling, experiencing. And it's not a fully fleshed out thought, but you deserve to know. To be able to make informed decisions for yourself, you deserve to know. Yeah. And also recognize that we are not entitled to somebody else's growth like it's like i said before it's it's our own individual journeys right and we each get to make a choice and so um i'm not entitled to her growing at the same pace as i am as i do and she's not either we have to meet we get we get to meet people where they are and not have these expectations that is in my brain it didn't have nothing to do with you right and so I know what's being said sounds challenging, right? Because it's like, okay, but how? I don't like 
the way this is happening. And so I want to be out. Um, so, so where we are as individuals and, and why, why it works for us is that, uh, one, we started years ago. That's one, one thing. It's a lot more noise now than it was back in the day. Yeah. What do you guys define as noise? Um, so the way, the way in which it looks to me that, um, you know, black women and, 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 and black men in, in this divisiveness, uh, right now, which is completely understandable, um, for, and, and all for great reasons, um, you're not going to f- connect or meet with a fully um, a, a person who is fully grown in, in their experience. One, they just met you. So now their life is expanded and, and, and it's, and it's going to grow in a different way as well. Right. So so there there is this space that, again, we are individuals. My growth is going to look a lot different from yours. The thing is, is that if it's something that I can't rock with, make that decision and, and don't be in a scarce space about it because when we're scarce and when that automatically pops up, then we're, then we're the next step for us is to make fear-based decisions. Mm-hmm. And then perform and conform to be able to hold on to something that really ain't meant for you. Yeah, anyway. so, so it's like get clear. Really be clear because if this person has all of these things and the noises out there were like, but what if, what, but they ain't got this, but they ain't got that, but they ain't doing this. It's like, that's okay. Because what, what you don't know is what we know between us. You don't know that part. Right. And so, so there's this opportunity to, to recognize who you're with, um, not necessarily focus on potentiality or, or, or future self of them because you get to see what what's here and now, but at the same time, there is going to be changes and if I had thrown her away, if she had thrown me away, you know, five years in, 10 years in, we wouldn't be experiencing the people that we are now um, and that we get to, 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 to experience now. We, we just wouldn't have. And, and so it's important to really stay in a commitment to the core while understanding that, the, that their walk is going, is going to change. It's going to, it's going to be an ebb and flow. And what it just res- is. Yeah, and with respect to the noise, I think that we were fortunate in that we got to we got together before like snippet culture, like social media and the explosion of like reality shows that are rooted in dating versus mm. the real world. Like when we got together, the real world was still yeah. relatively new. But now you've got all of the love ands and the the blinds and the behind the doors and the at first sights and all of that shit. And you have all of these shiny, bright popcorn love. Yeah. And listen, it's really, truly not like that. I promise you nobody's relationship, not even theirs looks like that. But this TikTok or, you know, whatever the hell will have you. Well, my man didn't fly me to mm-hmm. the Eiffel Tower and, you know, the yeah, the pedals in the shape of the and the the Chanel bag, this and the, you know, and all of this. And if you don't do that for every single birthday that I have, you don't love me. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> right. And And don't get me wrong. All of those things are great and fun. She's and like, who hey, wouldn't don't rule it out? Yeah, and, and who wouldn't want them but to define anyone's relationship by those standards, you're setting yourself up to to be heartbroken, boo. Like and men, like if you think that, you know, she's going to raise your babies, go to work, the house is gonna be spotless and you know, the, the you know, the finger foods for football and mm-hmm. like that's like, definitely not the one. Yeah. And I mean, I hate to use those trite, you know, patriarchal examples, but if you have anything that society tells you a relationship should look like is wrong. Anything that society tells you your relationship should look like is wrong. You actually get to define and create it for yourself with whomever your chosen partner is. And those are the most successful relationships. I love that. <clears throat> I love that more so specifically. And what I always say to that, I always say, as long as they're not hurting others, that mind part. your business. That what part. What they do in their house, if it's not interfering with how your house is standing, mind your business. They're not hurting themselves, others, blinders on. Yeah. Um, but with that, though, with hurting others, it also comes into like the old school 80-20 thing with men and women when you're not 
being met. So let's say there's a change and now this change, you don't understand the person that you're with. You're not communicating well. You're not getting through and you don't know if you're going to get over this hump. Now you see like a 20%, which is what you're not getting at home, the attention, the excitement, the thrill. How do you sort of decipher with like, I'm not about to lose my 80 for this 20 during this time over let me get what I'm not getting at home outside here, but knowing that I still want to like run home. Yeah. For, for me, I don't live by that principle at all. I live by the 100% principle. And my 100% is whatever I'm giving at the time. This is what I got to give. It's my whole ass 100%. I'm not shorting you at all. Trust me. It might feel short, but I'm giving you my 100% in this in this moment. And that's mm-hmm. very clear. I like that. Right? It might feel short. Yeah, it might feel short. because But but what I'm doing, if, if my time, you know, before the conference, my time is a lot, right? I'm giving you my 100%. I'm giving you my 100%. I'm giving this what I can give it, right? But the point of 100% as well, right, is that there was a time where um, I had to have a have a meeting with myself. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, was it just you by yourself just, in this meeting? Me by myself <laughs> in, this, in the car. And um, it was, you know, during the growth. And I was remembering riding, riding to work, and it was like, Erica, if she just, uh, Erica. I just heard it in my head, and I'm like, and I could feel I'm an energy person, so I was like, "That's I don't I didn't like the feeling," and I was like, "It's like it's you know what are you creating, right? What 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 am I creating in this moment?" So while I while she might say or while I might say, "Well, you're not doing this," okay, what did you create? Did you come to me and say, "Well, let's let's go do this," because all you did was just grumble and tell me what I ain't doing, right? But there's opportunity here for you to create as well, and so. When I when it comes to my hundred percent, we get to get clear, right? I know that I want to be loving, supportive, passionate, kind. You know, have grace for her, um, be be a stand for her, hold her high. Um, and so, no matter what she does, because if it if if it depended on what she does, then I'm no longer in power of of wh- who I am and what I do, right? And so, whenever we have issues or whatever, it's like, okay, but who am I being? That's my 100%. What do I want to create? I don't need to rely on her to create it. If it's something that I feel like I'm missing, mm. I, I get to create it. Or else I'm not mm. in my 100%. I get to be kind no matter what. I've already been clear on that. I get to be supportive no matter what. So it doesn't, then, then she gets to now act a certain way that, I, that that goes away? No, you're not going to knock me off my square. Nobody is. So that's my square that I stand on. I'm going to stand in my 100%. Um, and she gets to do the same. And also recognizing, we, we've had this conversation again, I'm, I'm a little psycho, so it, I get it if you don't get it. But it's like, why are we arguing about certain things that if we knew how to do it different at any point, that's what the hell we would have done. So we're literally arguing about something huh. that is all I have to give at this very moment. Like, I, I obviously don't have another... This is the first time we've ever been in this space. Right. So clearly, I don't know what to do in this space. So we we have, so, and yeah. that's where grace and communication come into play because I can't get it right all the time either. Right. So knowing that I'm angry because your time is monopolized um, ahead of the festival every single year <laughs> happens the same way. Like I'm very clear if there were more hours in the day, we would have more time to be able to do more things together. There are absolutely times during the year where my work just has me busy and unavailable and you know, the house will look crazy and nobody's eating dinner. We're getting t- like all of those things. We don't get to go out and go on dates and stuff like that because I'm busy and I can't, what would, what I want him to look at me like, like, my lower self would have looked at him because you're not taking me out because mm. you're busy all the time. Like grace and communication. I can say to you, I actually don't really feel good um, because we haven't gone out lately because you've been busy or all you've been doing is working or you've been on calls every single night this week. Is there one night that you can carve out? Cause it's been about a month. Like, <laughs> Grace and communication, yeah. right? Like make the request. So you're not attacking when you're recognizing yeah. like, okay. I'm acknowledging is- exactly. And I'm not pulling any punches. We haven't gone out not in a month, you. bro. Like this is not okay for me. I realize that you are busy. My request is this. Now you get to say yes or no. 
and that's an entirely other conversation. But I've at least communicated. Yeah, because you better not say no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I totally agree with that because the other thing is that okay, if I'm if I got blinders on because I'm focused on something, I I need that like pull, hold me high, because otherwise, again, what are we doing if if you are not able to say it's been a month? We need to do something. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Cause I, I really was. And 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 absolutely. She'll say, you know, I shouldn't have to say it. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have to. Um but, but we're human. Right. So I yeah. you know, I might have to remind you like yeah, you know, I don't right. like saying this, but I'm gonna say it yeah, again. How now, many, there's there are things that he has to ask. Did you mail that thing? Did you make that phone call? Did you text that over, you over and over and over and over and over? Yeah. 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 So I, I I appreciate grace and no and I don't have all my shit together everywhere. Nor do I. Um and we won't um until we out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I love how you said you don't have all your shit together and I feel like when you had mentioned social media mm -hmm. especially, mm -hmm. we sometimes look at other people we're still I I'm not going to go on a rant. Mm -hmm. I still don't understand how we are this far into social media and we still don't understand the concept of perception versus reality. Yeah. This is a perception. <laughs> I'm putting out there the perception that my shit is together. Yeah. I'm putting out my wins because I want to celebrate it. But like me individually, what I personally do on my social media, I put my losses, I put my sadness, I put my sorrows because I don't want anyone to have that perception of me. I do not have my shit together. I am a hot flaming Cheeto. <laughs> I cry every morning and then I laugh at night. Like this is what happens in my day. But sometimes we still look at other couples and we're like, no, they got their shit together. They are my goals. Like, they figured it out. Like, they are Bay and Jay. I'm not going to talk about y'all's favorites. But if I hear y'all <laughs> compare yourselves or want to aim to be them one more game, I might lose my ish. How do you kind of, like, break away from what you've seen as, like, oh, this could be an example or a goal. Like, not even trying to be funny. Think about us growing up and watching the Cosbys. Yeah. And for black people, that was so big for us to see two successful black people together, loving each other, a house full of kids. So for us, that's what we aspired to. Then lo and behold, Cosby, yeah. great. Yeah. So much fun to yeah. like hold you to that regard and what you gave us. And then to see like how you are. How do you kind of, how in your journey do you break away from looking at others as like examples and goals, as well as when people are coming to you like, Y'all are my goals. Y'all are my this to be like, whoa, hold on. You can yeah. inspire. Like, we love that we influence, but yeah. let's learn what goals are and let's learn what this is and what we want this to look like. We've literally said it to people. Like, you see us today. You didn't see us on the car ride here fussing <laughs> over you coming out 15 minutes later. So, Or, you know, five years ago when we were like, do you really want to because, you know, do we do we have to do this? Do we need to do this? You know, so you see us today when we're happy or you see that post on Instagram or that TikTok or that whatever. You see this curated, curated right. bit, curated bit, curated bit. Um, You don't know the ins and outs. We 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 know now that the door to the Cosby's household has been opened all of the bullshit and I'll say for me I I had the misfortune of growing up inside of a family dynamic that it was all about the pretending and the pretense mm. and you know don't let nobody go know what happens behind these doors or what goes on in this house and having to pull myself out of the trauma of performing you know not wanting people to really know and see and curating every single aspect of my life like it's exhausting. And and I would tell anybody all day long, don't aspire to be like me. Aspire to be like any couple you see out there inside of a relationship on their own terms. There isn't a single couple, a celebrity couple I can think of, you know, that doesn't come with bullshit inside of whatever their dynamics that we've heard through yeah. social media like I, we don't know if any of that is true even but you know you, you have an oprah and a stedman who by all accounts y'all why aren't you married is it because she makes more he makes less or who cares it works for them aspire to be like any couple who has a thing that works for them nobody is hurt yeah yeah 
Um, one, I'm old, so I, I fuck all that stuff on the outside. <laughs> I don't care about it, right? But um, but also it's um, it's also we you know smoke and mirrors, you know. And I, I've always hated social media because of that. But I'm I, again, I'm old, so I started analog, which was a rotary phone. So, um, so this whole newfangled life is <laughs> is is you know interesting anyway. But it's. I always hated it myself because I'm like, this last picture I put up a week and a half ago or yesterday has me smiling and now I'm balled up in a corner. And so anybody that's looking at that thinks I'm still smiling and that's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's all smoke and mirrors. Um, that's the first thing. But but I, I do personally think, and you can cut this out if you need to, um, that we, um, ever since white people started rebranding themselves on television. Oh, we don't cut out anything that okay, has to go against good. white people here. Um, <laughs> Ever, ever since they started rebranding themselves on television um, with their stories of, of how wholesome and, and loving um, and salt of the earth they are, um, we got the game fucked up because it taught us what time supper was, taught us what Valentine's Day and Christmas supposed to look like and um, how to sit the, set the dinner table and how we should talk to each other. And, and no, like this is an individual um, effort. I, I feel like... To me, what's so interesting to me about love and people and all this sort of thing, this woman was born in, in Jersey City, grew up in Staten Island. I was born in Baltimore and grew up in, on the Eastern Shore in the DMV of Maryland. And, um, and somehow one day in 2005, somehow, some way, she and I, you know, that's, that's real. You know, like that, how, how? Like there's 7 billion people in the world. So this woman doesn't have to do anything with or for me. Shame my mama, shame my daddy, shame my twin, you know. But she's choosing me. Mm. And I'm choosing her. And um, how, how do we take that for granted? It's, it's interesting to take, take that for granted. She ain't got to do, she don't, she don't got to be sitting here with me right now. You know, um, so I, 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 I exist in a space of gratitude for that all day. <laughs> you know I love that well we are coming close to time so I am happy that y'all chose each other and you chose to be here today with me <laughs> to have this conversation for many others deeply appreciate it typically hmm hmm okay so typically how I close out the show we're gonna do it the same and different so one question that I am gonna ask is for both of you name three songs and we're gonna switch it up Name three songs that make you guys think of each other. Oh, and it does. It could be a happy mood. It could be an angry mood when he get on your nerve. You know, three songs matter. each. Or, mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Um, so I'm gonna obviously throw out the Charlie Wilson song that was yeah. out in like 2005. I can't think of the name offhand. Um, but my that name was, was Charlie. Oh yeah, yeah. Charlie last you know, name I'm, Wilson. Yeah. Yes, that song. Um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my mind went blank. Um, so, Refuge by John Legend um, is one of them for me. Um, is, it, is it Stars by Ken, uh, Kendrick? Kindred and the Family Soul. Yeah. Yes. And um, Be Without You by Mary. Yeah, is that is that Stay Down? We, yes, Stay Down, I guess. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't know the titles or nothing, so you me already know. Either. I know the lyrics to it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the lyrics either, but you know, I call it by the lyric I do know. The one. Um, so, um, but yeah, Mary's... Um, I don't know, honey. Okay. Just one blank. That's okay. You got a good solid, okay. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. It's okay, baby. You're fine. So then the second question, I typically ask, what words of advice would you give young black men? But for both of you, I'm going to ask, what words of advice would you give? Ooh, going to switch it up for real, for real. What words of advice would you give younger black men or women who are attempting to after they as they're healing intentionally start something new and start something healthy mm. Mm. emphasis on healthy yeah well well one is um t- take your time with that like there there are things that we can't skip over if you break your arm and you put um 
a piece of tape on it, then it ain't gonna heal the right way. <laughs> um, and then you're gonna have to re-break it and heal it again the right way. And you could do that as many times as it takes for you to put the right thing on there to 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 um to get the support that you need. And so um, it, your journey is yours. Um, it cannot be sped up by someone external um, or shifted. Even even if she were to break my heart, which she has, and I've done the same thing, um, there are pieces that she can't heal up, right? There might be, she can say, I'm sorry. She can, you know, we can make amends. We can recommit. We can do all these things. But then there's going to be a piece, right, that I've got to push through, um, and 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 that's where we are. And and um, I love this quote by uh, James Baldwin. I'm gonna say it real quick. All right, and it's um, love does not simply end and begin the way we seem to think it does. Love is a battle. Love is a war. Love is a growing up. Um, and we've literally grown up together. We've grown, we're almost 20 dec- two, two decades in. Um, so we grew up together and, you, and we had to, like, we had to. Um, and so if you, if, you, if you can find that person that's worth the growth and the growing up inside, of, um, inside a relationship, because what better place to be when you're going through shit but to be in love and have, have that space and that support? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it any other way. As growing up, out, growing, growing up outside of the space that I, that I was able to to grow up in with my wife. Yeah. So I would say focus on yourself. Focus on finding your joys in life, things that make you feel happy, healthy, whole, fulfilled, and then focus on finding people or allow the people that um, you want to journey with in life to find you. And if those people so happen to be romantic love as opposed to platonic love, you're winning. But I think that if you put the cart before the horse and you know, I wanna find a partner who has one, two, three, 47 through 62 versus what does it look like for me to be my best version of myself, whatever that is on Tuesday versus Sunday. What's my best version of myself and find somebody to take a ride with. Yeah, because it is a ride. Yeah. A wild one. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much again for sitting down with me. I deeply, deeply appreciate this, especially being a single hopeless girl. (laughs) Yay. So if anybody is watching this that is interested in me, please take everything into account (laughs) that has been said today. Don't come on no crazy-ish. I'm trying to be evolved and as happy and healthy as I'm. Okay, thanks. This has been another episode of Black Men Cry 2. Thank you all for tuning in.